0: Welcome to the Burn Podcast with host Ben Newman, the show where we break down the drive of the world's top performers in sports and business to uncover that underlying burn that pushes them to perform at the highest level. Today's episode is brought to you by the Financial Advisor Academy and the Unrequired Coaching Program. To learn more, head over to the Here is your host, Ben Newman.
1: Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know how this show rolls. Every single week, we are bringing you a celebrity, an entertainer, somebody from the sports world, an entrepreneur, business owners, to help you understand the mindset, the burn, what fuels them to show up to give their best every single day. And there's a handful of examples that correspond with who our guest is today, how he thinks, and how he's shown up through various stages of his life. And I highlight this because so many of us were fighting to know where exactly am I going to be? How exactly is my life going to unfold? And I think one of the amazing things about Steve Orozco is he has continued to show up in his life no matter where he has gone. And he's been able to learn so much about himself on his journey. Many of you may or may not know, but you know I spent over 10 years as a financial advisor in the top 2% of advisors in the world. When Steve and I first connected, we recognized we had that bond because he's a former Wall Street broker. So we both came from the financial world How you see us today is not necessarily what you know of what our past was. And so I'm excited for you to learn about Steve. How has he made transitions, just like you might be in a transition? How did he become an MMA fighter, professional fighter? How did he then go to throwing events through his company, Smash Global? How did all of this happen? How is he continuing to evolve through a pandemic when there are no live events? How do you get through that? you stay connected to that fire and drive that is inside of you. Over these last handful of years, since we met over Instagram, which is how the world works today, it has been incredible to be able to stay connected to Steve. Uh, He doesn't know this, Uh, although I I think deep down inside, he knows a guy that works as hard as him, he's inspiring a lot of people. But you know, I I told you this when we were in person uh, in, in Venice Beach, at the Gold's Gym there, Steve, that uh, I'm an iron sharpens iron guy, and I think that's why we get along, and uh, man, you just you inspire me, uh, I, I love your drive and your passion for life, and we've been wanting to do this for a long time, we wanted to do it in person, but uh, here we are virtual over Zoom, so Steve, welcome to The Burn, thanks for coming.
2: Oh man, thank you for having me, I look forward to this.
1: So let me let me start with you being a Wall Street broker, right, because when people... They they go to your Instagram page and they see a guy who's probably in the top zero 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 one percent in terms of body fat and, and being in extreme physical shape. I mean, you literally talk about it. I'm not just I'm not just saying this to say it. You know it. I mean, that's one of your goals. Is I want to get to the upper uncommon level of fitness and success and nutrition and performance. And you're there, and you're still fighting for it. But how did you get to that point? When at one point, you know, kind of like me being in the financial world, you were a broker on Wall Street. Yeah, well, you know, I always say that
2: most people don't know what they want to do at 18 years old. You know, you have to pick something when you go to college. And for me, I that movie Boiler Room got me when I was in (laughs) high school. I saw that movie. Because we played this game called the stock market game in my American Experience class, it was so cool, and I had placed top ten in the state. And I was like, "Oh, maybe I have a knack for this for this Wall Street thing." So that's why I majored in finance, and I'm moving to New York City. Um, after I graduated, I worked with Charles Schwab on Wall Street, corner of Wall Street and William. And I have to say, I didn't enjoy it. You know, everyone's everyone's wired so different. Some people are wired on passion, and some people aren't. And it's just the way it is. I think that people who aren't wired for passion just have never found what makes them burn. It is what it is. For me, I wrestled my whole entire life. I did jiu-jitsu when I was in New York, and I was working on Wall Street. And that was my highlight of my day, was getting through work to go to train. And I've always loved training. It's like the the one thing that gets my endorphins through the roof, you know, and there's so many different levels of training, right? You have people that get runners high. I've never felt that. I don't know what that's like. Um, guys who just go in the gym and squat heavy and lift heavy, like my guy, Michael O'Hearn, I don't feel anything when I do that. But when I train like the advanced human, where it's like the end of the world is coming and I want to be able to be explosive and and all of that that's what gets me going. My heart is like coming out of my chest. That's the kind of training I need to do and and I love that more than anything in life, honestly. You can't put a price tag on it.
1: And you've now built a life around going and being a professional fighter, Smash Global. I mean, part of the brand and this is what I admire about you. A lot of times I say this to leaders And I think they fight me on it or they think it's not the truth. And I want to hear your perspective on this and how the burn keeps you in this state of mind. But I think it's so important. You have to be the example. And so for you to have this pursuit of being the very best athlete, you can't just do it occasionally or, Oh, I did that five years ago. I was in really good shape, but let me teach you how to do it now. It's this continuous pursuit where you have to be the example and a lot of high-level leaders, I'm talking about people making you know, high seven figures of income. I mean, really, they fight me on this. And I'm thinking, if you become the example in all areas of your life, you'll actually make more. So stop focusing on the money. Focus on the pursuit of the burn and the drive and your ability to be your best. So how important is that to you to remain this example? Like, how does that keep that fire going inside of you?
2: Oh man, it's the best feeling ever. And I don't want to sound like, and not a narcissist, but like an egomaniac or anything. But a lot of people are always like, Steve, let me come train with you. Let me come train with you. And I'm like, you're not going to last the whole session. I promise you. I'm like, no, I can do what I can do it. And then they come train with me. And they're like, Holy shit. Like you're not human. This <laughs> doesn't make any sense that you can do this. And, uh, So last year, I started coaching high school wrestling. Like, so I have a niece, um, her freshman year of wrestling when I was in California, she said, hey, hey, Uncle Steve, can you come and do a a guest clinic, guest coach at, at our high school? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Wrestling is literally what built me. So I go there and I literally fell in love with all these kids. Because giving back, like what I love, there's nothing better than that. And the following year, they asked me to come back to do a, a, a guest clinic. And it turned into me actually becoming a coach and every single day, giving up like two hours of my day to drive a half an hour and, and teach all these kids. And some of these kids would come and train with me and they could not keep up. And like, dude, what? You're 40 years old. Like, they look at me like I'm an old man, but they them all out of the water. And the funny part is... And you know this from working with, like, the college kids. These younger kids are so strong. Like, I don't understand how some of these kids are, like, benching 400 pounds and squatting, like, 500, and they're teenagers. So a lot of these kids are stronger than me, no doubt. But they can't keep up. Their gas tank doesn't, doesn't work. So you know? and
1: I'm going and to I, – and I know this firsthand, and I admire you going back and, and giving to those kids. It's, it's incredible because the kids need it, right? Yes. So I'm going to put up a, a picture here, a little B-roll into here of you and I on that famous green wall yep. in Venice Beach at the Gold's Gym. And, and before I have Steve give the answer, I, I this is a training session like I had never experienced. I, you literally show up, and Steve has this bag, right? And you're thinking to yourself, what is in this bag? And all of a sudden, and he's pulling stuff out of this bag. I'm like, what is this thing? And you have the, the deal – I mean it was just nuts what you pulled out of that bag. And
2: then so
1: some of so what you put me through, but how did I do? Did I keep up? Did I do decent?
2: Yes, you did. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I'll tell you, I that was probably the toughest workout I had been put through, but I loved it, right? Because it, it, it gave you perspective. And what's interesting was that workout actually took place. Right before I had gone through a bunch of different mental transitions, read David Goggins' book, started doing some physical challenges before I started what is now my unrequired. And so I think that day there were some seeds that were planted that were like, man, I can push a little bit harder. And I think you guys will probably even see it in the picture. I was still in good shape, but was carrying a little more weight than I needed. And that's what I really admired is like, even as ripped as you are to shreds. I mean, it's probably 0.0001% in terms of people who have body fat in America, but you're still pushing. And so, so many people, they get seduced by success. So what is it for you? And and I don't want to keep throwing you in this area where you got to talk about yourself and come across, you know, like, dude, this guy's talking about his body. But I, I really think it's important because you have extreme results that very few people in the world have. So what causes you to keep pushing? Cuz the reality is you see a picture of yourself you ripped the shreds. Most people are going to go, I'm good. I can start eating more. I can cheat more. And every time I talk to you or there's a new post or a story, it's like this next level of extreme that's going to help you figure out, no, no, no. How do I get to the next level? So mm-hmm. talk to us about not being seduced by success and the constant pursuit of that next level.
2: Yeah, actually, the word seduced is good. I think not being seduced by weight loss as your goal is the biggest. Um, But if you're going to the gym because, man, I want to be, for me, I want to be like the best performing advanced human being to ever walk this planet. I might never get there because, you know, I couldn't couldn't keep up with David Goggins doing ultra – hundred mile marathon, you know, i have never trained for that, but I want to get there. Like I see these certain people that like, man, like I want to be able to do what they do. You know, I want to be able to do an Ironman one week, go fight in the cage the next week, go compete in the CrossFit games the next week. I just want to be an all around athlete um, and functional, a functional athlete. And I just think all of that makes me better outside of the gym. I'm just better in every area of life when I don't go to the gym, I kind of get a little depressed, you know, so these these three weeks are a little like a mental a mental hardship, let's just say, you know, with my knee, but uh yeah, but I, I absolutely love it, and again, I just want to be the best performance machine ever built. <laughs>
1: And, I, you know, here, here's what's interesting. You say that, and, and we have so many people in the business world who watch as well as, as sports. And so there's some people going, well, this is, you know, I just I haven't pushed myself physically. And and for that person, I want to tell you, find something. You know, yeah. role, we're in the new year now. I mean, find something. You don't have to do what Steve does. You don't have to do what I do. But find something. Because what ends up happening is it ends up correlating into other areas of your life. And so this is what I want you to talk about, because I want you to speak to the business owner, because for you, Smash Global, you don't go through these amazing events where you have some of the highest level celebrities in the world of boxing and fighting that have ever walked the face of the earth, that you've honored, put into your hall of fame and given awards to, that takes courage, that takes perseverance, that takes belief, that takes the guts to pick up the phone and call people to help sponsor your events, right? Because I remember, and I hope the invitation's still there, but you called me back in the day when you and I each had like 10,000 followers on Instagram and you were like, man, come and this event. And I wasn't able to, but I hope to in, in the future that we can, but like what you've done, like you have just as much belief in your ability to throw one of those events as you do that I'm gonna attack this workout in the gym. So for our business owner clients, the entrepreneurs, the financial advisors who tune in every single week, what would you tell them about the importance of habits, courage, perseverance that have helped you build Smash Global?
2: I mean, I think discipline and structure are the two most important things in all areas of business. Um, Like, for example, with working out, you can train as hard as you want, but if you don't eat the right way, you won't perform your best. You know, I only eat one meal a day, even though I train that hard. So when I train that hard, I'm always fasted. And that's all that's all mindset and everything is mindset. But I also love it so much. It doesn't feel like I'm killing myself compared to, you know, you go get a nine to five job and you work 80 hours a week or you work for Wall Street. If you're not happy, it's miserable. You know, I try to tell people to not work for a paycheck, and I know it's so easy and cliche to say, but it's true if you want to live, you know, your best life, your happiest life. I shouldn't say best. You know, I could honestly make a lot more money if I went back on to Wall Street and grinded, you know, but I, I took a pay cut to do what I love, and I'm trying to build something special. And uh, so far, it's worked out pretty good other than COVID shutting me down all of 2020.
1: But I, um, I, I know that you'll make the pivots. And so maybe speak to that mindset to, to bring it home. Where is your belief now in the future of smash? Cause I think a lot of people that, that burn has flickered, right? A lot of people are going, will I ever have a future? Their businesses have been shut down. So maybe speak to those individuals who are struggling and maybe where your mindset is. Cause I know, you're now targeting other cities. You have a plan of attack. Right. So you you may be haven't you haven't been allowed to have an event, but that hasn't shut down your mind for the vision and the pursuit of what's next. So maybe share that mindset with us to bring us on.
2: Yeah. Well, I know for my mindset, too, as far as the journey that you like to talk about is every one of my chapters always leads to the next chapter, you know, because. Because I fought, I understand the fight game. So then I get into becoming a promoter and having my own fight league. Um, And then, you know, from there, it's, you know, right now, actually, I want to open up an HQ that's also in the wheelhouse I'm working on. I'm actually negotiating with somebody here in Connecticut to open up like a gym. Because like Muscle Farm headquarters in Burbank is my favorite gym in the country. And then you know, Andy Frisella, he's in St. Louis, he has first form yes. headquarters. You know, I want to smash HQ where I could actually hold events in my in my location and also have that gym like first form does. That's my goal. But I really think that every chapter I tell people to lead to your next one, you have to use what you've already built. You know, most people don't, they'll just hop around, go from being in, you know, selling insurance to doing something completely different to business development instead of using, um, putting all of their chapters together to lead into the next one.
1: I I love that and I look forward to that unfolding for you. And I I encourage everybody to to follow Steve, to follow this journey. And I, I would tell you that regardless, but I would tell you that more so now and here's why. Because I think back to when we both had the 10,000 followers and you were looking to throw those first events and where you built it to. And I think for people who are looking for that journey, because it's easy to go find the person who's on the top. They've been fine through COVID. Everything's still great. And sometimes you disconnect. It's another thing when you know, like, here's somebody who's been through it. Here's somebody who's choosing to fight. Here's somebody who's getting up off that canvas. Here's somebody who's gone through some different stages of their life, broker, to fighter, to promoter. Yet, can, I encourage you to follow Steve's story, because I think it's going to be incredible when you see what he ends up doing. Him saying he's going to have a headquarters, you watch, there's going to be a headquarters. And I think that's the type of belief that people need. My next book is coming out uh, in the summer of 2021, and it's called Uncommon Leadership. And one of the things that struck me when I read Can't Hurt Me, and I know, you know, David Goggins pushes you as well to really get to that next level, is he talks about uncommon amongst the uncommon. And I just want to thank you, Steve, um, you know, even though we're friends, right? I want to thank you for the example that you set because it motivates me because in order to stay uncommon, to become uncommon amongst the uncommon you have to go and surround yourself with people that are living their life that way. And you do. And so I just wanted to tell you that uh, I appreciate you coming on the burn and sharing, uh, sharing your story. Any any final thoughts that you have for everybody?
2: I mean, I I got a lot more chapters to do. I I have a chapter to follow you where I start doing performance coaching (laughs) and getting on stage and speaking. (laughs) So I'll be following suit soon. You better watch yourself. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I encourage you when we, uh, when we got that workout in, in Venice, you know, the power of your story, I, I believe that you should, and I know some of the events have taken you in other directions, but once you come through COVID, my my prediction is that's when the story's going to be written, right, because you were doing this, and then you get knocked down, but then it's yes. the, the rising back up that plants the seeds for the story that'll be told uh, from those stages, so Just to everybody, what a great episode to help kick off our year and our mindset, right? Choose to be uncommon. Choose to stay connected to your burn. Choose to pay attention to the details of where you are right now in your story because it's part of your story if you listen to what Steve said. It's part of your story that's going to make you who you are. It's going to make you explosive in the next phases of your journey. I encourage you to share this episode of The Burn with somebody who needs it. I'm not going to tell you to go share it with hundreds of people. Share it with one. Share this with one person who needs to hear this story right now because they're knocked down in their life. Every single week, you know, we're going to continue bringing you fire from the burn so you can stay connected to the fire that lies inside of you. Steve, once again, thank you. And let's continue to attack this year one day at a time. Let's do it. Smash everything.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Burn Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts to get notifications as new episodes release every week. To connect with Ben, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Continued Fight. Until next time, keep attacking one day at a time.